Hello and welcome to the 121st episode of Crosby's Nine, where we look at English from all angles. Season's greetings, everyone. Tis the season. Tis the season. We have this expression in English, tis the season, which is spelled apostrophe T-I-S, which is an old contraction. If I say tis the season, I'm saying it is the season. Tis the season, meaning that it is the Christmas season. It's the holiday season. Tis the season, just like some of you may be familiar with a poem, Twas the Night Before Christmas. Twas, of course, I'm saying it was, but there's another old school contraction, which is apostrophe T-W-A-S, which stands for it was, twas, twas the night before Christmas, which was a poem written back in the mid 19th century by Clement Clark Moore. Very cool poem. But tis the season, tis the season to be jolly. In fact, that expression came from a song called Deck the Halls. Deck the Halls with boughs of holly. Tis the season to be jolly. Deck the halls with boughs of holly. What is a bow and how do you spell it? Well, a bow is spelled B-O-U-G-H and it's pronounced bow, and it's basically a large branch from a tree. We don't use it very often, so don't worry about it. Deck the halls with boughs of holly, fa-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la, tis the season to be jolly. What does it mean to be jolly? To be happy and cheerful. So anyway, tis the season to be jolly. Happy holidays, everybody. Season's greetings. I thought I would take a quick look at some of the images that come to mind when I think of Christmas. And the first one would be snow. And the reason I like this word is because, of course, we can practice the S. Remember to emphasize the S, make the S sound a little bit longer. Snow. It makes me think of my father-in-law, my Spanish father-in-law, who can never pronounce the word snow. I remember one time trying to teach him how to pronounce the word snow. And he kept saying, no. And I would say, no, no, snow. And he would say, no. Well, the key to pronouncing words that begin with S is to really emphasize the S sound before you say the word snow. Okay, of course I think of snow. Hey, let's practice the conditional real quick. Let's practice the zero conditional. Repeat, if it snows, you shovel. Remember the verb to shovel is to remove snow with that tool, that scoop, If it snows, you shovel. Okay, it's a general rule. It's the truth. It's a fact. It's what you do. If it snows, you shovel. What's the first conditional? If it snows, I'll shovel. If it snows, I will shovel. If it happens, that's what I will do. If it snows, I will shovel. What's the second conditional? If it snowed, I'd shovel. If it snowed, I'd shovel. And the third If it had snowed, I would have shoveled. It didn't snow, so I didn't shovel. But if it had snowed, I would have shoveled. How about sledding? Sledding comes to mind at Christmas time. Something that we would do as a kid. A sled is a vehicle, like this little toy, this vehicle that you would use to slide downhill on ice or snow. As a kid, we would sled down snow. So a sled is typically used for going down snowy hills, but we also used bobsleds, 
we would go down hills, icy tracks, more than a hill, it was an icy track, on what is called a bobsled. A bobsled, in my case, was actually called a saucer sled. You know a saucer. What's a saucer? A saucer is like a small plate that you use for putting a coffee cup on. And so we would go down these bobsled runs on a saucer sled that we would actually make in our backyard. We would make bobsled runs and we would go down these bobsled runs on saucer sleds when there was a lot of snow. And I'm particularly thinking of the blizzard in Chicago of 1979. How about ornaments? Absolutely, I always think of ornaments when I think of Christmas, don't you? Christmas ornaments for decorating the Christmas tree. We have a lot of ornaments that have been handed down. Please repeat, we have a lot of ornaments that have been handed down. What's the verb there? To hand down. It's a phrasal verb. It's a transitive phrasal verb. It takes an object. If you hand something down to somebody, you are giving something to somebody that you either no longer want, no longer need, or you want to give to a child so that it is part of the next generation. Sometimes when a child grows out of clothing, you hand it down. Let's say you have two kids and your eldest child can no longer fit into his or her clothes. You hand those clothes down to the younger child. Well, we have a lot of Christmas ornaments that have been handed down from my family and my grandparents over the years. So practice that phrasal verb to hand down. What about reindeer? Of course, we think of reindeer at Christmas time. What are the names of the nine famous flying reindeer? Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Donner, Blitzen, and of course, Rudolph. What about Santa Claus? Absolutely. You have to think of Santa Claus when you think of Christmas. But I think of when I was a kid, I was sort of confused because my mother would tell us that all of the Santa Clauses that we would see in the neighborhood were actually Santa's helpers, which is actually a pretty good excuse <laughs> because we thought, wait a second, Mom, how can there be one Santa in that department store and then another Santa over there? Isn't there only one Santa? And my mother would say, no, they're actually Santa's helpers. Hmm, good answer, Mom. How about luminarias? Luminaria. What's a luminaria? This is something that we would do in my family. Very beautiful decorations. You take a paper bag and you put sand inside the paper bag and then you put a candle in the paper bag and you light it and you put it on the ground and you put several luminarias. These are called luminarias. You put several around your yard to decorate your yard. And we did this as kids. Very beautiful when there is snow on the ground. And then we would go around the neighborhood and look at all the beautiful luminarias that our neighbors would set up. Christmas caroling. Christmas caroling. I remember this as a kid. People would knock on the door or ring the bell. Ding dong. Oh, okay. Christmas carolers. And we would open the door and there would be Christmas carolers who would sing us a song. They, of course, would sing us a Christmas carol. A Christmas carol is a song or a hymn about Christmas. And so you actually have a verb here to carol. You have the people, carolers, who carol. Let's go caroling. This is a, a tradition in the United States that I imagine is probably dying out. 
There is a phrasal verb that you need to study, to die out. Yeah, if something dies out, it extinguishes, it disappears slowly. I imagine that Christmas caroling is dying out in the United States. How about homemade Christmas cookies? Absolutely, absolutely. My mother would make homemade cookies at Christmas time. My favorite, snowball cookies. Snowball cookies are little round butter cookies with chopped nuts. Please repeat, chopped nuts. How do you spell chopped? C-H-O-P-P-E-D. Remember, it sounds like a T in the past or in the participle, chopped. Yeah, these are bite-sized little butter cookies with chopped nuts. You roll them in powdered sugar to give them this snowy whiteness, and they're called snowball cookies. They are so delicious. They melt in your mouth. And interestingly, these snowball cookies don't use any eggs. When you make these cookies, you don't use any eggs and you don't use traditional sugar. You use powdered sugar and they are delicious. I remember eating the dough before my mom baked them. Please repeat, I would eat the dough before they were baked. Please repeat, I would eat the dough before they were baked. What is dough, by the way? Dough is that mixture of flour and water that you use to mold the cookies. You know, like cookie dough ice cream. Everybody knows the word dough now. D-O-U-G-H, dough. So anyway, those are just a few concepts, memories, images that I have from Christmas. Once again, everybody, happy holidays, seasons, greetings. Tis the season to be jolly. I wish everybody a very happy holiday. I'll see you soon. Bye-bye.